Um, oh can gosh. we take a break for me to get some water? No. Yeah. Okay, thank you. You want to look her way? We have limoncello. See, you remember when Lauren said that I need to ask for my basic human rights at work? I'm trying to ask for water now, and, and I she just, just said, said no. no. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. If you're not listening in the morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, all the good things. Lauren and I are so happy to have you back because today marks the official start of season two of Nice to Have a Friend. Doesn't that sound so official? Yes, that sounds so official. I feel like season one went by so fast for all the listeners because they only saw about a month of it publicly and then we had so much back end time it's kind of like that picture of the iceberg like being huge underneath but then like the top <laughs> being this really small thing so I'm excited for season two to finally be like 100% like out in the open for everyone to see like all the hard work that goes into these seasons so I'm just so excited and also excited that this Um, season is really all about cultivating community and just discussing friendship and all of its ebbs and flows because as me and Allison have discussed friendship is never just between two people it often emanates into so many other parts of your life so we're so excited to have guests on this season like we mentioned in our miniature episode a few weeks ago and we're just so happy that you guys are here for our first guest of this season katie and i think something before we jump into this episode you know this isn't just bringing random people on so that we can talk with them and hold you guys captive i think it's cool because we've gotten friends of ours that have done really awesome things or in the process of doing awesome things and we're willing to sit down and talk to us about their lives kind of reflect on what got them to where they are now and I think you're going to get to learn a lot of really great things from our friend today so buckle up or sit down I don't know if you're in the car buckle up don't if you're on the couch but get a grab a blanket a nice cup of coffee sit back and I hope that you enjoy getting to hear Lauren and I talk with our friend Katie Matthews hey guys it's Allison uh editing here just wanted to let you guys know that we recorded this at night in the summer in East Tennessee. So there are cicadas in the background and I can't really do anything about that. So I apologize in advance. Just wanted to let you guys know that you're not crazy. And also I can't do anything about it at this point. I hope you enjoy the episode and we'll see you soon. Bye. Welcome, Katie Matthews. Thank you so much for being here today with us. You are our very first guest on season two, and we are so excited about it. Yay! I'm really excited, too. (laughs) Thank you for inviting me to be here with you guys. Yeah, we just let Katie drop in for like a little friendly visit and thought we'd pull out our microphone. It was all just very natural and completely not spur of the moment. Not planned all. at all. <laughs> well, Katie is an interesting choice for our very first guest on the show because Katie actually was friends with both Lauren and I before Lauren and I were really friends with each yeah. other. We knew who each other were, but Katie was friends with us and was like the triangle that really connected us, which I think is kind of interesting. Yeah, I would just hear about Allison from Katie and then I'm sure Allison would hear about me from Katie so it was just like I knew Allison was but like we weren't friends so it was just this weird thing but now we're all together. Katie do you remember how you and I met? How can you forget? I know it was so so memorable Allison so (laughs) we met for the first time at um, Ignite our freshman year program. Which we've talked about before on this podcast so listeners might recognize. Yes, we met through that, and I feel like we honestly connected, like, instantly because I could just sense, like, 
Allison and I were really similar in how we thought about things and approached things. So that was really fun. Um, and then after that, we um, did a Bible study together with our Ignite group and also ended up living in the same residence hall. Yes, so I visited saw... your room frequently. It was a very... I, Katie had one of the bougie rooms in our building. So oh, with it was the like, living room? Yeah. Yes. She had a living room and a full-size fridge. So she would always have people over because they had more room to keep people. And so it was always fun to walk up a level in the building and then come up to your room. Katie, I've referenced in the past that I met three of my best friends in college on the very first day of college and katie is one of them yes that never happens like that's i mean yeah it does happen but like it's very rare yeah i didn't think it would happen to us because i was like i really was thinking about this um when i was preparing for this episode about like who i really met in college and i mean you guys are some of my closest friends and it's so weird that like day one my very first impression was meeting allison so that is super weird what how did you meet lauren i don't think i know so Lauren and I were in Candace's class together. Oh, okay. Our, Did we sit on the front row? Yeah, together? we sat on the front row together. So that was our intro. No, for class. people who don't know them, they are front row people. We're it front rowers. <laughs> we yes. are the epitome. Okay, I forgot how we met. I honestly didn't know. I we weren't really close then. We like knew we each just other. Knew each we other. sat in the same class. Yeah, but then I feel like we didn't really get close until like really until we studied abroad together yeah and we were excited that each other was going on the trip mm-hmm. and we were like oh we're gonna room together like texting about it before but we were still just like acquaintance friends and then living together in that little tiny room oh my gosh in italy <laughs> really makes you close where did you study yeah. abroad again oh yeah um italy italy i know <laughs> if we haven't so mentioned before <laughs> So, fun fact about the semester that me, Allison, and Katie all became friends. It was right off the heels of me and Katie coming back from our study abroad trip. So, of course, we were, like, still ingrained in Tuscany, and we were just, like... Translation, they talked about this trip all the time, yeah. every chance that they so got. So, Allison literally wanted to punch us every single day because... All we could talk about was Italy, and we were in a world history class when they were talking about Italy all the time, and we would look at each other like, we saw that in person. Oh, my gosh. Good government, bad government. I vividly remember a day where our teacher was going through famous artistic pieces from ancient Rome, and Lauren would be like, we saw that. We saw that. Were you there that that day, or were you not there? Okay. I was there, yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. That's so funny. I'm glad you remembered, like, when we met, because I honestly didn't. We even had, like, six classes together that first year, I feel like. I really had to think about it, because I was like, I really don't know. I feel like Lauren and I were just like, um, we're friends now. Yeah. It was really weird. And then I, like, had heard you talk about Allison, and me and Allison had English class together freshman year, second semester. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's Allison. I want to be her friend. But I try to reach out and she doesn't reciprocate. So I was like... I do have two notes for that. So I've talked in this a little bit about how my second half of my freshman year is kind of tough just mentally. And that was a time when I was having a really rough go of it. So I was not trying to meet new people because I already had enough to deal with. And two, it's funny because I never... I don't know about you guys, but I never think of myself as someone that people want to hang out with. I just always assume that I'm the weird one that nobody wants to. Not in like a bad way, but I think it just kind of, (laughs) Katie's pointing at herself. It's not just me, but I've never really been like, oh, I bet they want to be my friend. It's always like, oh, I want to talk to them, but I don't know how to start talking to them and not be weird. So it's kind of nice to hear you. I wanted to be her friend. It's nice. 
to be her friend. Oh, that's so <laughs> great. It's almost like we named a podcast after that. But no, it's nice to hear that someone, even in my worst, one of my worst places when I was not feeling like myself, thought that I was like someone they wanted to hang out with. That's very yeah. flattering. You were friend material. You just weren't feeling it for me. But now I know why. So it makes a lot of sense. Well, Katie, one of the reasons we wanted to have you on our new season with friends talking kind of about this weird transition period, especially starting in the career world, but also adulting, because this is a very weird transition anyway. But you are working in a hospital in the midst of a global pandemic, and we know that has definitely changed the way you've looked back on your past couple of years. Probably not necessarily what you thought you were going to be doing, I'm sure. But can you tell us a little bit about yourself before we get into your career? Like, how did you get to where you are now? What are some things you like to do? Just give our listeners a little sense of Katie. Who is Katie Matthews? <laughs> Very philosophical. So you want my elevator pitch. Um, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> okay, well, um, I'm a Knoxville native. I've lived here my entire life, going on 23 years. So I'm ready to get out of here, but I also love Knoxville. So no shade to Knoxville. Um, but I did, did decide to stay for college, and I absolutely loved it. And I met, like I said, some of my closest friends, Lauren and Allison. And um, I don't know, I feel like that was just the best decision for me, staying home with family and meeting all these people. But um, a little bit, I guess, of career background. Um, I came into college thinking I wanted to do psychology. And I changed my (laughs) mind at freshman orientation. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, wow. That's cool. (laughs) I changed it at orientation because I was like, I'm not doing this. This is not actually what I want to do. I want to do something more creative and more focused on writing because that was my passion all through high school and growing up. Um, So I switched to PR and I did not look back from there. It's been a great decision. Um and I had really great experiences which I can go into later because I know you guys have questions about that um but I actually graduated earlier than Allison and Lauren I graduated a semester early in December so honestly I had a really hard time with that because I thought like I was missing out on everything I wasn't graduating with my friends (laughs) (laughs) and then COVID happened (laughs) Little did she know. Well, we did want to ask you about what that decision was like, because I know that before, obviously, you didn't know that uh, the coronavirus was going to happen. So what were your thoughts on graduating in December in December versus now? Are you grateful that you did it so that you sort of had the experience? Yeah, I am really grateful I did in December because I did get to have the graduation. And I know a lot of people got had to miss out on that this year. and I didn't have to go into the job market yeah. when it was really rough with COVID. So I am extremely grateful that I that worked out for me. But, um, I mean, it still sucks a little bit, but obviously not as much as everyone like, had to miss out this year. Well, I remember you saying, like, oh, I want to graduate early. The only thing I'm sad about is I'm missing, like, senior toast, mm-hmm. aloha. I never say that right. Aloha A, blah, blah, blah. 
And then none of it happened. I mean, senior dose did happen, actually. That was, like, the last event, basically. And it was, like, two weeks before, too. So yeah. I'm glad you and I ended up going just so we had something. That, that literally was, like, the only thing me and Allison got to do that felt like mm. a graduation. Well, so. we were talking about this because Lauren and I were could have been in your position like we, we both, both could have graduated, graduated early. early but we didn't mine was because I went to Disney but yours was just you just made the decision to kind of draw it out a little yeah. bit but well speaking of college you did get to have seven full great semesters and you did reference that you had some cool job experiences and internships and things like that so we were just curious what your experiences in college were like and if you don't mind just kind of going through the beginning like where did you start job or career wise and then what steps did you take from there? So, um, well, like I said earlier, my college experience started with Ignite, um, and that was really great as a participant. I absolutely loved it and met so many people that I'm still friends with now. Um, so I decided to come back as a team leader with Allison the next year. Yeah, I always forget you guys did that together. I don't know why. Counseling the youth, the future youth. You you guys weren't (laughs) TL partners, right? No. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, can you imagine? Yeah, they don't pair introverts together. They knew better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Can you imagine the two of us being in front of a group of like 20 18 year olds and like being like, okay, okay guys, sure. Let's share well, our the, feelings. Here's the thing Katie and I together can, we, when we're together, we have radiate extrovert energy. But yeah. at the time, no. Like my partner was a tour guide, if that gives you any okay. insight into the personality. Wait, <laughs> I'm so sorry to keep asking so many questions about this, but did you guys do Ignat? serves or yes. did you do mm-hmm. okay that's the one in knoxville like on campus yes. okay yes. it's so. one of the two katie um would you like to tell the listeners at this when we were ignite leaders we you have this retreat kind of in the woods like summer camp to get you ready to know what you're gonna have to do to bond with everybody and they had a not like a talent show but it was a talent expo what did you and i participate in in front of 60 <laughs> oh, people that we did I not know, know that were way cooler than us <laughs> so um we had really recently gotten into Zumba classes oh, at T-Rex. We've talked about this before. <laughs> so we decided to um, take some choreography that we learned from the Zumba classes and pair up with two other um, TLs and perform them and get everybody else in the room to do the Zumba dances with us. I Do you have this on video? No, I don't think so. No. I wish I could see this because I have such a hard time like envisioning and it. And the thing that's funny is it's in front it? of some people that are very like gregarious and extroverted and just crazy energy and we were getting them to dance and they actually all had a very good time. I think we They loved it. They, they were loving it. <laughs> Wow, you guys are a little bit conceited. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> this also, sorry, this is another side note, but I feel like the listeners really just need to know that Katie and I have probably, I don't know if it was yours, but this was the spinoff for our first college party that we went to. Oh my gosh. And oh, I'm dying yeah. laughing thinking about this because I'm sure that you expect that like something crazy happened. It wasn't like everybody was just really nice and excited that this program was over. So somebody had everybody over and it was like me and Katie and another girl from our Ignite group that was also a leader went and like none of us drank, none of us did anything we just sat there hanging out with all these people we're like yeah this is great then one person started smoking weed and we were like we're out <laughs> we, yep. we were like what is that smell and then we were like oh my, my gosh, gosh we have to go we have <laughs> so, to go and so we were just like this feels unsafe i'm leaving and everybody there was great and fine like nothing was wrong nobody was doing anything crazy it was all these people we knew but it was like we felt so dangerous and we were back by 11 p.m like it really wasn't a big deal <laughs> 
That is so funny. I can anyway. so see that happening. I can see that happening more than I can see the Zumba live talent show thing <laughs> happening. So <laughs> anyway, Katie, sorry for those anecdotes, but okay. she started as an Ignite leader, which is, I think makes sense because you're very people oriented. Yes, I do love people. She's an Enneagram too, I which do, I don't yeah. know if we were going to ask that question like specifically later on, but. Well, you just answered it, so. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> She's an Enneagram too. So she is literally doing the most for other people. Thank you. And that all started in Ignite. Okay, sorry. Get back yes. to your story. Okay. So other than Ignite, um, I really enjoyed a lot of networking trips that I got to do throughout um, school. So as a sophomore, I went to Atlanta and um, met with a bunch of different agencies and um, like big players down there. Got to meet so many people and get closer to people in my major or with similar majors. And then I also went to New York to do some networking. Other than networking, I also, like we mentioned before, went on the Italy study abroad trip. It was life-changing. It really honestly. was. Honestly, like as cliche as that sounds. No, it and really it's was. not even just because like we got to experience the culture firsthand, but it's our teacher did such a good job explaining like how to communicate with people outside of your own culture becoming aware of your own like internal biases that you don't even know exist and just how to be a better communicator in general through that process so yeah she really did my eyes were completely opened like after that trip to how biased communications is towards the united states it's insane so yeah that was the best perk of that trip besides all the gelato that we ate so um also during college i got my dog my precious baby oh yeah when was that after study abroad Mm -hmm. that was the week we got back from study abroad i got my dog yeah Her name is May, but that is short for mayonnaise. So, got my dog, and then um, more on, I guess, academic side. I had a really great internship for two years of my um, college experience, so that's a pretty big Big chunk chunk, of time. Yeah, um, with the College of Architecture and Design, and that I just absolutely fell in love with it. I really wanted to go into. education communications because of it and I still really have a passion for it but obviously as we know my um, career path shifted a little bit there Um, but it was a really great internship I have met so many amazing people got to do so many really great things that I wouldn't have gotten to do if I'd gone somewhere else so I absolutely love it super grateful for my um mentor there amanda she's really great and i yeah. hope she listens to this she came and spoke at brssa mm-hmm. um one of the I th- it was actually like the night before they canceled class for like two weeks actually the whole semester so that was a super interesting meeting because i'm pretty sure i remember her saying like oh my gosh like what if this is the last meeting on campus and I, it probably was like one of the last if someone had one the next day it would have been the last one yeah but she's super great and you got to work in a building with an einstein's oh my gosh i spent literally every single dollar on my vol card on einstein i ate there all the time we were always mm-hmm. in that one eating mm-hmm. it's so good now katie so you just kind of gave us an overview of all of your experiences in college but do you mind giving us the full fancy title of what your job is now and how you kind of went about getting that job like how did did you see it somewhere did somebody refer you to it how did you get the job that you have now 
Yeah, so I am the marketing coordinator for Fort Sanders Regional Medical Center, a member of Covenant Health. (laughs) (laughs) That was spot on. You've said that a time or two. I have. I'm experienced in that area. Um, But I will be there for a year in December. I actually started the Monday after graduation. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so I hopped right into the workforce. You literally did. Yeah. Yeah. But like I said earlier, I didn't really want to go into healthcare for my career. I wanted to stick with education, but there really weren't that many openings in Knoxville for that sort of position at the time. Um, So I had to look elsewhere. And my mom is a nurse, so I kind of was familiar with healthcare already. And I knew that being a type two, I wanted to help people in my profession. Um, So I felt like that was the best way to do it. And I actually found that job just by looking around on websites. I would like hop on LinkedIn, see stuff and be like, "Mm, I don't really know about this. And then I stopped doing that. And I just said, like, what are the places in Knoxville that I would want to work at? And I just started looking at their websites specifically and finding things on there, finding leads. I tried to apply for Young Williams. Oh, did I send that one Mm -hmm. to you? Yeah, Yeah. I remember that. So just like finding the place I wanted to work before the position that I wanted because Mm -hmm. like I said in my title, I'm a marketing coordinator that has, I mean, it has to do with PR, but it's not exactly what I got my degree in. So it was a little bit different and I probably wouldn't have found it if I was just searching like I just, I want a public relations job, yeah. like, but I do so much PR in my job that it, it overlaps perfect sense. so much. Yeah. Is, was that a weird transition going into a job that technically is classified under something else? Yeah, it was a little weird, but our position's kind of unique. So Covenant Health has an umbrella, like communications department for the whole system, and they have a PR branch there. But then each facility, like each hospital, has a marketing person, and they do pretty much all of the communication for that hospital. Um, so we do so much PR that it just kind of like mixes together. Um, but honestly, my position was like kind of what I wanted to make out of it. So the things that I was passionate about, the writing and the um, like getting to interview people and uh, do some of the strategic planning that I got to do a lot of that um, just because I talked to my boss and she knew what I what my goals were. So, yeah. And marketing and public relations are honestly and even advertising for the most part are so interchangeable, more so than journalism, I feel like, because People in public relations actually join the American Marketing Association Club sometimes and don't join PRSSA just because it kind of like diversifies their experience without it actually being that different. And like AMA Club would have some of the same speakers that like PRSSA would get. So it's just like very overlapping, honestly. What exactly does a day in your work life look like? If someone's kind of curious, one, what you really do in a PR job, even in one that's like a hybrid marketing job. So um, I do a lot of different things. It kind of depends on what's already on my calendar, what I know is coming up. We do a lot of like just in PR in general and communications, looking ahead to plan backwards, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's a really good way to put it, actually. So like... I'll look at like what we're doing for October if it's September um, just so we can start planning ahead and have 
that plan in place for when it's ready to go. Um, but like actual things that I'll do, I monitor social media for the hospital. I do um, a lot of writing, like I said, where I'll talk about like medical terms and break them down for the common folk. I don't yeah. understand. You it. have to do like layman's terms, yeah. which is really <laughs> good that Katie can do science writing because that's actually like one of the harder things in public relations is writing about something that you have no clue about and making it sound like you know yeah like about you say it. journalism they push that too because you can get paid a more, lot more for science writing yeah want to go into science so writing. you like have to interview people and like research mm-hmm. what they're talking about a little bit right a little bit we do have a really good resource at covenant that has like a breakdown of basic procedures and like just basic things like Facts, that that I can terms. look up. Okay. Oh, so you can um, look up like a surgery yeah, or yeah. a disease and you know what it means. You know which okay. like yes. muscle it would be on or something. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And then I'll talk to the physician or I'll talk to the staff and um, like work on stories for that. Um, and then we do a lot of collateral creation. So collateral is a marketing term for those that don't know. That's just like any sort of material that you're going to give out to the public. So um, lots of brochures, lots of flyers. We do fun things like hand sanitizers, which, fun fact, we had to back order, and they took six months to get here. But (laughs) we do a lot of that. Um, Which is important for a hospital, I feel like, because a lot of people don't get their information virtually still. Right. Right. Um, So, yeah, we do tons of that kind of stuff. And then pretty much any sort of communication need that somebody would have in the hospital, we take care of it. So if we get media calls, we'll work with corporate and get those taken care of. If somebody needs to reorder thank you cards, we'll reorder those for them. Or if someone needs to take a picture, we'll go up with our camera and take some pictures and post about it. So just a good mix of different things. Um, But it is a little bit different. We do work with that big corporate office and um normally for a corporation type thing you would imagine like multiple people working for one specific facility but um almost all of our facilities except fort sanders regional and park west have only one person doing marketing oh i didn't know that Mm -hmm. so we're unique Um, me and my boss work together and then there's a pair that work at park west to be able to do that because we're the two really big hospitals in the system so we have a little bit more of a work split up between the two of us um, than other people would at the other hospitals. So do you do any internal communications or is it mostly? Okay, so that's like really unique Mm -hmm. because a lot of public relations positions at bigger places like a hospital are usually like internal comms, external, Mm -hmm. like split up. But that's interesting that you do both. And I feel like I would like that, honestly. Yeah, it's really nice because you do get to see both sides of it because it is really different talking to like say so and so this nurse's mom that's on our facebook versus a doctor that we have to talk to so it is really different but i mean we work on newsletters we go around to the floors and we talk to the nurses we talk to the staff and we just try to our i guess our essential like purpose is that we try to tell the hospital's story we try to tell our patient's story we try to tell our staff's story and just help people be more aware of what healthcare actually does for you as a person rather than just, oh, I need this procedure and that's it, move on with my life. It's more 
than that, it's more of a holistic approach, I guess. It's so cheesy, but like Covenant Health's pledge really does like resonate with me. It's um, patients always come first, excellence in everything we do, and we'll do our best to make Covenant Health the first and best choice in Knoxville. So I just got chills. I'm not even joking. <laughs> I really did. So I really believe in that, and um, I think that translates a lot into the work that we do. I mean, this definitely wasn't where you saw yourself working. It's cool that even when you had to pivot, that you believe in that mission, because I feel like when you believe in a mission or you have good people around you, it makes it easier regardless of where you were. I was going to say, like, you searching for jobs on the company's websites rather than LinkedIn just goes to show how important, like, brand awareness and brand reputation is because, like, for them to get good candidates to go onto the website to look, like, you just always have to be curating your brand. So that's good to know for Covenant that you Mm -hmm. saw Fort Sanders as, like, a good place to work and you saw Young Williams to be a good place to work, like... Mm -hmm. That's really cool because I've noticed myself like looking at the jobs at Pilot and Discovery like in the past before I'm in the job that I am in now. But that's really like I didn't even think that other people were doing that. So that's really cool. I think it's also interesting that you mentioned LinkedIn because we've talked about this. Lauren and I have is I feel like you're either a LinkedIn stan or you're just like, I wish that this could go in the garbage can. I wish it could go in the garbage can. I love LinkedIn. (laughs) Do you love LinkedIn? I like LinkedIn. I have to use it for work. Um, But I mean, it is a good place to keep your professional connections but I don't really use it for the job searching function just because you have a job I mean yeah I already have a job but even when I was looking like I really didn't find it that helpful because I would see especially with something like PR and communications you type that in and it comes up with like sales yeah brand manager really random I'm like this has nothing to do with what I was actually looking for so the jobs are expired too a lot like they'll still be up but the brand is like not hiring that Mm -hmm. anymore it's like they're months old yeah I view it more as a I have to update it because a lot of places you can link your LinkedIn so I'm like I feel like it's better to link it and put my resume than it is to just not have it but I some people are just really made to write it and I think YouTube being in PR it makes a lot of sense because you're good at developing a brand I'm not good at developing my own personal brand and it's funny because I my if you go look up my LinkedIn please do not do it it makes me cringe every time that I go open it look it's but gonna it be says, in the show it notes it says in the bio I was trying to be really catchy back <laughs> oh, in October yeah. when I was trying to make it when I was looking at jobs I didn't know if I had this internship or not and it says I put the sports you love on tv I thought that was so clever and so funny and then somebody read it out loud to me and giggled at it and after he did that I said well now I feel insecure about it and I still haven't changed it Allison if it makes you feel any better I think that is so fun and I'm a public relations person so I would leave it on there it's your personality if anyone wants an entire episode on LinkedIn please let me know I would love to do it please don't let her know because I don't want to have to do it no but speaking of LinkedIn so you put you know you go in there you put all of your job experiences but what was the very first job that you ever had Katie that is probably on your LinkedIn. I'm pretty sure it is because I saw it. I'm pretty sure both of you already know the answer to this, but I worked for Mother Bread herself. <laughs> what? At, that's what we used to call her. Okay, I was confused too. <laughs> I've okay, never so, heard that. I'm glad that, I wasn't the you know, only she's one. A, she's on the inside. That's what they Mother call Bread? Yeah, I worked at Panera Bread and everybody that worked at my store called her Mother Bread because she like cradles the little like I've never baguette. paid attention to that before. Now that you say that, that's the only thing I'm ever going to be yep. able to say. Yep. So I worked for Mother Bread first, and um, I mean, it was really good. It was a high school job, so it was just 
a good first experience to go and get in there. But um, my first like communications job was with a local nonprofit called Friends of Literacy, and um, I did a lot of like in office work for them, and it was a good introduction to. Um, just kind of how like a nonprofit works because I used to think I wanted to go into the nonprofit sector. Um, but I mean, both of those experiences do impact the way that I approach things now still. Like any job that you can get is going to help you as long as you are willing to find the like pieces to pull out of there yeah. that will benefit what you're going towards. So, through Panera, I learned really good customer service skills. So like I could talk to somebody on the phone on my job now and ask them interview questions and like get to know them over the phone. Um, just cause I used to have to do that all the time for so many years. You were talking about your first job. So it could have been when you were working there or even when you were younger, but what did you used to see yourself doing when you got older? Did you ever kind of envision where you would be after college? Yeah, so <laughs> my very first like vision of what I wanted to do was when I was in like elementary school and I thought I wanted to be a marine biologist. Don't we all? (laughs) Yes. Because I loved the ocean and I thought it would be so cool to spend all the time with the ocean animals and then I realized that's a lot of science and I don't like science. You cannot do that in Tennessee either. Like even go to school close. It's hard life. True. (laughs) But once I got into high school I started um, really getting into English and writing, so I really thought I wanted to be an English teacher for a long time. I could see you doing that. Like, Um, everyone's favorite teacher, that would be you. (laughs) I really did. I really wanted to, because I love reading books and analyzing them, and honestly, I was that nerd that loved writing papers and all throughout high school, because I just, I just, I don't know. You were the newspaper editor, too, at your high school, or yearbook, newspaper. Newspaper, yeah. Okay. So... After I joined newspaper, I kind of shifted my career plan, I guess, toward journalism a little bit more because I did love that writing piece, Um, and I thought it would be a really fun career for me, but when I finally did get to college, I changed it again to PR just because I wanted more of that strategic side of things because I think that's so important and really in the past often overlooked by large companies and I mean even small companies about how to build your brand and best communicate to the right people not necessarily every single person that you can possibly reach but the actual demographic that matters that's really interesting now I we just looked back at where you were and now we talked about where you are so of course we have to end this with where you hope to be so do you have somewhere that career-wise you'd like to be because I know you said you were interested in higher education communications would you like to get back into that at some point in the future if possible yeah I think so I really do love working for Covenant Health and um, in healthcare, but I do still have that part of me that's like I really just want to work for a university or something like that where I can connect with those people also um, going through that like confusing time of trying to figure out what they want to do and um I would love to get back to that but even if I did stay where I am at now um one like kind of professional goal for me I guess is to um get more involved with my local PRSA chapter because I was really involved with um PRSSA the student version in college and so 
I would love to get involved in the Knoxville chapter of that in the near future. It's the Public Relations Student Society or Society of America, if we didn't mention that already. If we did, you can cut it out. It's cool that you guys are very involved in it because you both were. I wasn't really necessarily involved in any undergraduate journalism organizations. What I really respect about you guys in PRSSA and PRSA now for you Katie and well you two you're graduated I forget that we're not students anymore but uh you even are active enough in it that you sent me something from it last week like she sent me a a, that some the some chapter of the American Heart Association needed a student video person and so Katie sent it to me and I, I reached out to them and I haven't even told you this but it kept going up the chain to where I'm in contact with some doctor at a hospital in DC that's like graduated with four degrees so I was I don't know what's <laughs> happening I'm zooming with him on Wednesday so I'll hey. keep you updated oh I didn't know they but got yes. back to you yes that's awesome I'm hoping Yay. that they just need some editing work I'm also gonna have to be like hey I'm not like technically a student but like I'm a student you know so. Yeah, you're a post grad. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it did say I students think, and post grad. Yeah, okay. But, which I figured it was just their way of not having to pay as pay much to have someone yeah. do what they wanted to do. So I'm interested to see. But I'll have to update you. But that is cool <laughs> that you have this forum that you can connect with people in your it's field. It's a good club, mm-hmm. honestly. Like I think there are way worse ones out there. Ours is really good, and I think it's because they're it's all made up of people who are like so invested in networking that it just naturally builds itself up before we close out our conversation if you could give some advice to like katie from freshman year like say there's another katie out there looking to go into pr or or just trying to figure out oh my goodness (laughs) or just trying to figure things out what kind of advice would you have given to yourself that maybe someone else could take away from what you've learned i used to be really shy as a kid so going into college i really wanted to push myself to be more outgoing and make more friends and be more connected so I guess my advice would be don't be afraid to do that because um it really is the time to like redefine yourself and um just like figure out what you want to do get out of your box and just like I don't know be a new person if you want to be um I just really had to push myself to do that because I just really hated being anywhere in the spotlight I didn't like to talk to people I would much rather just sit in the back and watch everybody else do their thing and type two and me just take care of the other people and not think about myself um but honestly just spend that time figuring out who you are and what you want to do. I don't think we could figure out a better way to close that. Um, Guys, we are so grateful that Katie decided to do this with us. We didn't even have to con her with anything. She even brought us lemon bread. Yeah, it's so good. We didn't have to do anything. Katie is a great friend, but she's also just very intelligent, very good at what she does. And Katie, if the people would like to keep up with you, where can they find you, find your dogs, find your photography? Where can they find you? So I I have a blog. It's called Definitely Katie and it is on WordPress. I also have an Instagram account for the blog called, and it's at definitely underscore Katie underscore blog. And um, to keep up with my dogs, they also have an Instagram. It's called Lucy Rue and Mayo2TOO. 
Um, we can link all of this <laughs> in the show notes. Yeah, I was going to say, we, we'll put it in the show notes, but we'll also, I'm sure, put up a picture at some point this week. Yes. And we will tag all of these so people yeah. can just like. We will. And um, photography, I have not launched the website yet, but it will be launching soon. I just saw it before we recorded this, and it's really good. Well, I was so. late, so I get better get to see it after. <laughs> so. so definitely Katie Blog will be growing into a photography page as well. So more to that to come from me. We didn't even talk about how Katie took our pictures for... Oh, we can talk about it now. Katie took our pictures for our podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it was the most out-of-body three hours ever because Allison, like, Uh hates taking photos of herself. She loves to be behind the camera. I literally have my photo taken every hour of every day. I'm like, the camera and me are one. You guys will appreciate this. So on Tuesday, I went to a shoot. Every year here at Tennessee, we have a connection with Farm Bureau, and they have a guy that created this campaign called the Farmer Charlie Campaign, and it's a guy walking around with a hat like a hat and a flannel shirt and he's representing farm bureau insurance and they always do stuff for tennessee athletics and they were doing their shoot this year in neyland they were doing a lot of stuff in neyland stadium we were on the field and they were doing their last thing with farmer charlie they were walking and talking at the other other end of the field and i had my friend carl with me on the other and i said carl will you take a picture of me with the board in the background with the jumbotron and he's like yeah sure well i saw that like one of the people that we work with full-time kept turning around and looking at us and i was like carl stop i can't i can't oh, no. he's like why not? And then the guy, his, he's really nice, but he I, intimidates me a little bit. And he walked over and was like, what are you guys doing? And I was like, um, um, we were taking a picture. And then he just made a joke and it was fine. But I, the thought of someone watching me take a photo was just making me cringe. And we were taking these photos in Market Square, a busy coffee shop, like... I it mean, was Allison's worst nightmare. Guys, for an overthinker that cares too much about what other people think about her, this was an exercise in. It was. Good. It was what's the thing that they call when you face you oh. like fear therapy, where it's like yeah. immersion therapy. That's what it was like. Yeah, but you did so good. Like by after like thirty minutes, you were being very natural. Well, it's because yeah. Katie was there, and then our we mutual friend at oh, the show, Morgan, Morgan who does she listen? probably yes. i hope so morgan, morgan, this morgan is calling you yeah. better listen i but the thing is i really don't care like i ju- yeah. i genuinely do it's not a- care but yes katie did take our pictures it was a good time it wasn't that bad i told her that maybe when it gets cold we'll go do it again when we can wear when fall we clothes. can change clothes That is going to be it for our conversation with Katie Matthews and the end of our first little season interview for season two. So that is super exciting. I think that was a great conversation and Katie dropped so many good golden nuggets of advice. And I think it was really great to hear from her about how she thought she was going to be a psychology major because it was like a little bit more... I don't know, like hard and fast. And then she switched to communications and everything's been great for her since. So I thought that was really good because I feel like me and you, Allison, never really talk about like changing majors because we never really did, even though she didn't actually change her major. But And I think it was kind of cool to just reflect on our time together because I forget how much Katie and I were together a lot more freshman year. And then I feel like after that, you guys were before we kind of all reconnected our junior yeah. year. Yeah. 
and so hearing her talk about some of those ebbs and flows from when she was we weren't around each other as much was kind of neat and also I forget that she kind of was on a more journalistic track at the beginning because she used to proofread all of my AP writing all my AP style writing freshman year because she had worked for the paper for so long so just going through all that and hearing it and also seeing her be successful and have a full-time job you know it makes you excited for your friends even if we're kind of in a weird rocky boat position right now it's helpful and insightful to hear from our friends that are just a little bit farther ahead from us. I know that some of you are going to be very sad, but Lauren and I are partially going to be retiring our closing out question of a table topic that we did last season. We do love the table topics, but thought we would transition into something different since now most of you who've been listening know Lauren and I a little bit better. So instead of going through questions about ourselves, we wanted to start something this season where we get to share something that we really love right now. And if you did not know, the name of our podcast, Nice to Have a Friend, derives from a beautiful Taylor Swift track. It is Track 17 on lover is that right yes i think so if that's wrong i'm so sorry everyone but it is a song from the album lover and we thought what better way to usher in a new segment than to take a song title from folklore and add it into our favorites of the week so this week lauren and i are going to be sharing the one of the week which is our favorite thing that we're loving right now that way we can just kind of give you guys a suggestion of something new to check out if you're bored at home or if you just need some new content to listen to in the car need a book suggestion something like that along those lines lauren and i are going to share something with you so in our first the one of the week lauren what are you loving right now Okay, well, at the time of recording this episode, I am seriously loving the new M&M. It's new, like at the time I'm saying this, uh, fudge brownie flavor. And we saw this advertised at the movies when we went to see Tenet like a couple weeks ago. And I was like, oh, that sounds super interesting. And my whole family, we always try out like the new M&M flavors. So my mom had the new flavor when I went home yesterday. Oh my gosh, it is heavenly it's up there with like the pretzel m&ms for me it's so good are those your favorite the pretzel m&ms and now the fudge brownie are my tied for favorites they're so good i think i saw that you and preston were ranking all of them on a list yes preston feels like more passionately about it than i do he has like so many different favorites i just ranked like four and then he was like naming off his list like ranking every single m&m that's ever been produced and i was like just give me your top five honey (laughs) Where do peanut butter M&M's rank on the list? Because I think those are my favorite. Uh, Those were low for both of us, actually. But my mom loves those. I like them. Like, even my, like, top five M&M, even number five, I still love. So it's hard to say. I just love M&M's, honestly. But Allison, I'm dying to know what's your one of the week. I feel like mine is coming a little bit out of left field, but my roommate and friend Zari absolutely loves everything about Korean culture. She loves it. She loves K-pop and she has been trying to just subtly wean me onto it for like two years. And this week, I think she finally broke me and I have kind of become a K-pop fan and I don't know a lot, um, but my, the one this week is probably going to be BTS. I know that I'm not new to this i'm not it's it's a big fandom it's like a one direction fandom probably bigger worldwide bigger i'd say yeah um but i we watched a lot of their interviews on late night talk shows before their world tour this year kind of got shut down um i watched them perform in grand central station jimmy fallon like shut down grand central station to have them perform on his show oh my gosh they're such a big deal yeah and then carpool karaoke with james corden their episode was so much fun but they're just really fun people and even though like we i don't understand everything that they're singing i think it's so cool that they mix their language and english in all of their songs and they 
also have some collabs with some cool people. So I've gotten on the K-pop train and I've also been adding some of it into my workout playlist. So I just, you know, maybe you just need to check out some K-pop the next time that you're working out because it's a lot of fun. So Well, I told you I love that one dance move that they do where they like the kick, kick. their leg up. That is yeah. so cool. Do they do that all the time or was it just that one performance? With I'm Halsey? pretty sure that one of them had, I think that's like a traditional dance that he does. I know most of their names at this point. Um, I'm, trying, I'm, I'm still learning. Yeah, uh, but I do have a favorite, which apparently you're not supposed to have a favorite in K-pop, but I do have a favorite because he's like the best dancer and he has such a nice smile. Anyway, I'm not going to say his name because I, you guys can go figure it out for yourself, but uh, I do know like five of the seven off the top of my head, so I'm still learning, but. Does only one of them speak English? Is that what it is? I think one of them, he is just kind of like the lead spokesperson because I think he's the most fluent. Okay. Um, Because I think they all can speak a little bit, but he's the one that's most fluent. Okay. And he says in the, I can link in the show notes if you're interested in just watching this because carpool karaoke is just a fun way to get to know different artists anyway. Yeah. But he he talks about one of the ways that he learned was from watching Friends reruns because. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Because, and Zari was telling me in Korea, they actually teach English, I think in schools. So it's, it's like they all knew bits and pieces, but because he watched Friends with subtitles, he was able to learn more. And I just think that's crazy because in the United States, we don't, I mean, we have a other languages taught in schools but i don't people I don't really ever taken yeah. the effort to watch another show and with english subtitles to learn i wouldn't have done that so i just think that's so awesome but that anyway awesome. yeah k-pop allison's becoming a fan well that is our the one plus the one equals the two for the week i feel like taylor next album <laughs> yeah the two come on taylor let's about her and together. joe on this wedding album that we talked about in our folklore episode that's going to be called oh, yeah, like, wedding, it's gonna bells. Be called wedding bells <laughs> Well, that wraps up our first true episode of season two. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode and sticking with us through season one. We hope you are so excited for this season. We have so much planned and we have a few surprise episodes that we already know we're going to throw in there so you can get excited for all of these interviews that we're doing with people, these drop-in episodes. Just get excited because we're excited. Now, next week, just to give you a little bit of a teaser, we are shifting in our friend that we're interviewing. We have a guest who has gone viral on not only one, but two social media platforms. She is a big Disney content creator, so I'm super excited to meet and talk to her. Me too. And she also just is a guru at all things content creation and trying out new platforms, so we're really excited to talk with her. Make sure that you are following us on our Instagram at nice-to-have-a-friend-pod. We might be dropping some hints about our next guest, but we'll also share all the information that we got from Katie. If you're interested in following her, stay up to date with us, see what's going on, and also get some hints at possibly who is going to be on our show next week. And just as a reminder, if you have some time, we would be so grateful if you would rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It does take a second to do, but it would help Lauren and I reach more people, and we would be so appreciative of you guys' this time if you go and do that little rating, preferably five stars. And thank you so much to all the people shouting us out on their stories on social media. So many people have been doing that this past week, and it really helps us so much because part of the podcast community is sharing it with your friends so that has been the best thing to come out of the past two weeks all right everybody that's going to do it for today's episode just as a reminder we will be dropping an episode once a week every tuesday we will see you here next week thanks for joining us and we hope this episode reminded you it's nice to have a friend bye everybody Woo! bye